Welcome to the Warrior Goddess Revolution, a podcast dedicated to helping you get free, free of shame, free of fear, free of limitations, and free to become the woman you are meant to be. Let the inner revolution begin. Here's your host, Heather Ash Amara. Welcome everyone to the first ever version podcast of Warrior Goddess Revolution. I'm so happy to be here with you. And I want to start the podcast with a reading from the introduction of the book Warrior Goddess Training. I don't want to get to the end of my life and find that I lived just the length of it. I want to have lived the width of it as well. Diane Ackerman. You are whole. You are powerful. You are divine. When you read these words, do you feel the truth of them ringing in your bones? Or do you instead feel the muffling weight of self-judgment and self-doubt? Perhaps you have a deep-seated belief that you are not good enough, and as a result, you have tried the exhausting process of seeking value outside of yourself throughout your life. If you don't love and honor yourself with every fiber of your being, if you struggle with owning your power and passion, if you could use more joyful play and simple presence in your life, then it is time for an inner revolution. It's time to claim your warrior goddess energy. And that's what this podcast is all about. Inspired by my book, Warrior Goddess Training, and all the other books in the Warrior Goddess series, and many other books I've written, I'm going to be pulling together what it means to be a woman in these times. What does it mean to be a woman in change and transition and transformation? And how do we do it in a new way? I believe that we are in a time of a huge paradigm shift right now, where we're shifting from an old version of power, which is power over, which is about control, pushing, forcing. And that's what I call excess warrior energy. So when we have too much warrior, we try and make things go the way we think they should go. We can also have a deficiency of warrior. When we don't have enough warrior, we procrastinate, we put things off, we don't take action in the way that we're being invited to, I believe, by life, to take action in good ways. And we can also have an excess or deficiency of goddess energy. So again, warrior energy when it's clear, clarity, focus, commitment, 100% yes. Goddess energy when it's balanced is about receptivity, creativity, joy, moving from our intuition. And just like we can have an excess of warrior energy, we can also have an excess of goddess or deficiency of goddess energy. Excess of goddess energy is everything's going to be fine. It's just wonderful. You don't have to worry about anything. Just think positive thoughts. That for me excess goddess. And we could also have deficiency of goddess, which is when we feel victimized or we feel like empowered victims. How dare you do that to me? I'm now going to judge you and push against you. So what we're learning how to do 
as warrior goddesses. And this is really for all genders. I was you know, sharing about women because that's what my focus is. But the truth is all humans, regardless of your gender, regardless of how you label yourself, have warrior and goddess energy inside. And we're learning how to find the right balance of these energies inside of ourselves and in different situations that we're in. The revolution is stepping out of the old mode of power. Again, we're in a time when we're out of balance with warrior, where we tend to push, to force, to try and control. But we don't want to go to the opposite of that, of like giving up, procrastinating, not taking action. We want to find how do we evolve ourselves. And in that evolution, and I think of it as a revolution because we're undoing the old ways that we've learned how to be. And as humans, we've evolved ourselves to have a lot of fear and a lot of self-doubt. We tend to compare ourselves, especially as women, to compare ourselves, to compete, to feel not enough. And we have an opportunity to revolt against who we've learned to be, to reclaim our authenticity and the essence of our own truth. And for that, we need an inner revolution. We need a big upheaval. And that upheaval is letting go of who we think we're supposed to be in favor for being who we truly are. Now, it sounds simple, but what I've learned about what it means to be authentic, what it means to show up fully for ourselves, what it means to learn how not to abandon ourselves over and over again, what it means to let go of judge and victim mentality and step into our witness, to learn how to be self-intimate, to learn how to be in relationship with the challenges and the beauty of life is that it's a process. And that process takes time and patience and perseverance. And for me, that is what the revolution is about. It's an inner revolution where we're standing with ourselves rather than against ourselves, where we're learning how to become our own best friends, how to ally with ourselves how to stand in relationship with the being that we are now, as we also invite and guide and support and nourish ourselves towards who we want to be. So often we have it backwards, that we think that we can punish ourselves or judge ourselves or force ourselves to be something else. That if we somehow resist the parts of ourselves that we don't like. We sometime, somehow push down and try and manage our emotions, our difficult thoughts, the obstacles in our life, that somehow we can force ourselves 
to evolve. It doesn't work so well. What allows us to really create change in our lives? And I've been studying change for a long time, using myself, working with my friends, working with students, and out of curiosity, like my first, one of my first queries was, how do we create sustainable change? How do we create sustainable change? Because there's the difference between shifting something and then changing back. And as I've witnessed myself and others step into change, that when we're doing it, the change from judgment or from fear or from, I don't like this part of myself, I want it to be different, often it doesn't stick. Often we can't create change that is bone deep. Instead, we create this change that, as I think about it, is like rearranging the closet instead of actually cleaning the closet out. So the warrior goddess revolution is about inner transformation that is at a foundational level, that we're actually going down to the foundation of our being and rearranging so that we have a solid foundation that we can build upon. How do we get that solid foundation? It's partially by realizing that what many of us learned of who we're, we should be or how we're supposed to be is false. No, the places that we've learned, you should be quiet or you should not use your voice or you should always use your voice or, or even things like you should always be loving. You should never be angry. You should always be pleasing to others. There's places where we've learned how to be that even on the outside when it looks like it's good, like you should be nice. That seems like a good thing. I want to be a nice person. But what happens when we then use that against ourselves and instead of I should be authentic to myself and kind to myself and that spills out to others. I should be nice to myself and that spills out to others. It becomes in your natural state. What happens is we create a definition like good girl or nice or perfect. There's another one. Oh my gosh, perfect. I need to be perfect. And we're, we've woven that together with if I'm not perfect, if I'm not nice, if I'm not a good girl, I'm going to be abandoned. I'm not going to be lovable. I'm bad. So instead of being authentically who we are, we're trying to be something. We're trying to be perfect. We're trying to be okay. We're trying to be good. And that takes effort. And it's always about outside, looking at ourselves from the outside in. And for me, what it means to step into our warrior goddess power, this new form of power, is that the power is coming from inside of us, where we have our own moral code, where we are compassionate and kind and good to ourselves, where we respect 
who we are on our journey, where we're not forcing or judging or punishing ourselves to be better people, where we're saying to ourselves, I commit to get to know who I am. I commit to learning how to support this being that I am in my growth, in my evolution. That is a transformation where we learn how to accept all of us, the parts we love, the parts that we don't love, where we learn how to receive. And when we learn how to truly give, and that it's coming from connecting to our own innate power. That for me comes from learning about who we are. Settling into what I think of as the three mm, hallmarks of a warrior goddess. Self-intimacy, that we know who we are and not just who we wish we were or who we think we're supposed to be, but that we're really honoring who this being is now. Self-love, self-respect, self-acceptance. Where we're steady, where we have deep roots, where we have a center and that we can hold our center regardless of the challenges that are happening around us where we know how to speak our truth, how to set boundaries, how to stay focused. That's all about steadiness. We know how to not leak energy constantly or keep our attention outside of ourselves. And the third one is stillness, that we know how to get quiet. We know when to speak, that's huge. And we also know when to be quiet. We know how to tap into our stillness. So often we spend a tremendous amount of energy running away from our emotions, trying not to feel. We can get into habits where we spend time not in our bodies, not embodied, because we're always trying to escape the discomfort and being a warrior goddess is about learning how to turn towards yourself and embrace and learn how to clear and cleanse and purify your mind, your energetic body, your emotional body, and your physical body. That these are all aspects of self. And that we do this by cultivating a new foundation where we get quiet, where we listen, where we learn how to reconnect with our intuition, that we learn to reconnect with our instinct, slightly different than our intuition, and that we learn to really reconnect with our voice from our heart. There's so much noise in the world of who we should be. And there's often so many things that we're carrying in our being that are contradictory, that are critical, that compare us constantly to other people 
or that compare us to who we were in the past or who we, that part of us thinks that we should be in the future. It's what I call the image of perfection, that each of us have this image. And I learned this from my, my dear mentor friend, um, Don Miguel Ruiz, who's the author of The Four Agreements, was really, really blessed to study with Miguel for many years. And this idea of the image of perfection is something that we hold of who we think we're supposed to be. And so many of us live our lives comparing ourselves to that image and then beating ourselves up around it, punishing ourselves, finding fault. And imagine what it would be like. Here again, this is the revolution that we're in, both I believe in the world, but it starts inside is imagine what it'd be like if you let go of who you think you're supposed to be, if you stop judging yourself against a standard of perfection or a standard of being good and began instead the hero's journey to find out who you actually are outside of what your mind thinks you should be or who you've been told you're supposed to be. It's a beautiful, intense, freeing journey. And it takes a tremendous amount of, work, of courage, which is why I call on all of us to bring our warrior online. That warrior part of us is our courage, is the part that is willing to be in the discomfort, to take risks, that understands that in order to create lasting, sustainable change, that we need to be willing to sit in the discomfort because change happens, not when we're constantly trying to make ourselves comfortable and be safe. It actually happens when we say, okay, I'm ready to risk. I'm ready to be uncomfortable. I'm ready to try something new. Now, on the other side, please don't think that, okay, growth means I have to always, always be uncomfortable and keep myself unstable. That's not the way through either. We need to have this blend of creating safety and stability and steadiness in our lives and being with the discomfort. We need both. And we're each going to have a different blend of warrior and goddess, of courage and compassion. And that again, the work that we're doing as warrior goddesses, and I see it as, an, as a, a process. It's not like, okay, I figured it out. I've got 50% warrior and I've got 50% goddess and now I'm good. Or now I'm a warrior goddess. It's constantly moving and that's great because there's going to be some situations in your life where you're going to need more warrior energy or you're going to need more focus more discipline more presence and there's going to be other times in your life where you actually need more goddess you need to let go of the focus and the clarity and the discipline to be in more that open dreamy receptive mystery place 
and one is not better than the other. And the goal isn't 50-50, boom, check the box off, I'm done. Each of us has a blend of warrior and goddess. And there's no right way to be a warrior goddess. This is huge, okay? The warrior goddess revolution is not about here's who you should be. The revolution is about who are you? Blow everything up of who you think you're supposed to be or who you've been in the past so you can find out who am I now? Who am I growing into? And some of us naturally are more warrior oriented. We have more warrior energy and a little bit of goddess. And some of us naturally are more goddess oriented and we have a little bit of warrior. And some are more 50-50 or like 60-40 warrior goddess. So we're looking for what's our essence of the blend of these two energies. And I really believe that no matter how warrior-y you are or how goddessy you are, it's so important to have the skill to draw on either of these qualities because there's going to be particular places or people or situations in your life where you want to bring goddess, where you want to bring more openness, curiosity, creativity. And there's going to be other places in your life, other places to communicate or to explore or to bridge with others or in a particular situation where what would be most beneficial is warrior, that we're cutting through the crap, we're getting right to the heart of it, and that we're stepping systematically forward. One is not better than the other. And I love that the revolution that we want to create is a revolution of honoring diversity, of honoring the uniqueness of each of us, of honoring where people are in their journey and understanding we're all in different places in our journey. We have different backgrounds. We have different experiences. And that as a collective, we're not all in the same place. We don't all have the same experiences. And I can respect where you are as I also respect where I'm at. We want to be part of a revolution that's working towards equity, which is that everybody is supported. That we are not creating these hierarchies of separation that we're stepping out of the old models of supremacy, hierarchy, I'm better, you're worse. We're stepping out of the ways that we've created systems where we put some people down and, and elevate other people. That we're stepping out of systems where we go back and forth between self-importance or self-effacement. I'm better than everyone, I'm worse than everybody that we really understand that we're all on a journey together. That is true. But that we're all starting at different places on that journey. 
We are here, I believe, to help ourselves get free of the old limitations, agreements, beliefs that are not just what we learned from our society, our family, our peers growing up, but also that what we're taking on from our ancestors, from our lineage, from what we also call the dream of the planet, which is the way humans are dreaming now. And you can see the dream of the planet right now is based in fear. It's based in scarcity. It's based in not enough. It's based in conflict. All you have to do to, to see what the humans are up to right now is look at the news. And you'll see a tremendous amount of conflict and scarcity and fear. And that is what the current dream of the planet is. As warrior goddesses, we're here to step out of an, this old dream, to cleanse and purify and commit to beginning to live or continuing to live from inspiration and presence rather than from the past. And we have to take the past into account. We have to understand the places that we are still trapped in fear, that we're still trapped in being small, that we're still trapped in critical criticism. Okay. And we get to look where we're going while we inform ourselves about where we've been. And that as we get free on the inside, we're helping to free everyone as well, but not from caretaker. The warrior goddess revolution is about getting free so we can give back. And that giving back is not, oh, poor you, let me help you. It's, I am so grateful for my life, for knowing who I am, for embracing all of me, that I want to pass this on to my community, to the world, in all the little ways. Being a warrior goddess is really about being a leader for yourself. You're learning how to lead yourself through compassion, presence, clarity. And then through your role modeling, through being a warrior goddess, through being a human that's willing to make mistakes, that's willing to try again, that's willing to forgive, that's willing to be messy and that's constantly learning and growing and expanding. That as you embody that in your being more and more, you then naturally inspire others to step into their warrior goddess self, to step into their authenticity. Being a warrior goddess is a journey. And it's also an experience that you share on the journey. And I found that the journey is much more 
delightful and supportive and transformational when we take it together. When we find other beings that are also learning how to use the tools and the inspiration and the guidance to transform, to grow, to become more loving and respectful and fierce in all the best way possible. So I am really looking forward to sharing this podcast with you. And it's going to be a combination of things that I'm thinking about, exploring, curious about. So my own journey, because I, I always love when people share their journey, it helps me to see that where I am on my journey. And so that's one of the things that I love about just the warrior goddess community in general is that we're willing to be vulnerable with each other. And so there'll be times during the podcast where I'll share what's going on for me or lessons that I've learned, explorations that I'm in the process of. And then I'll also be interviewing other people and bringing in guests around a lot of different topics, a lot of different experiences. So again, that we can honor the diversity of what it means to be a warrior goddess and that we can see how other people are crafting their own revolution, their own inner revolution, and how we can really come back together even when we're doing, appear to be doing really different things. And I love that about um, just some of the interviews that I've done in the past is that it looks like sometimes in the beginning, like, wow, this person's doing something so different than what, what I'm doing or what um, I know about in my world. And yet there's often this incredible thread of similarity, exploration, journey magic that happens. So lots of diverse guests, lots of teachings, lots of experiments. And now we're at a really pivotal point in history. You know, right now I'm recording this podcast, first podcast, it's October 27th, 2020. Next week we have an election the election of 2020, we've been through a pandemic, we've been through incredible upheaval, social upheaval around Black Lives Matter, around white supremacy. Like there's a lot that's unraveling right now, really important things that we're grappling with as a society. And the elections have been very um, volatile. There's just a lot of upset in the collective. There's a lot of people that are I mean, there's a tremendous amount of anxiety, of frustration, of acting out, of conflict that's happening right now. As we move forward, my prayer is that all of this conflict that has been stirred up by 2020, and a lot of it is much needed stirring, and the metaphor that I love using is that we're, we're letting the oil rise, that we've been pushing down so much that we haven't wanted to look at. And now 
that oil, that unconscious beliefs and agreements and crud is coming up for us as individuals and as a collective. And it's in front of us now to clean. So regardless of what happens with the election, regardless of what happens with the, the pandemic in a way, to use this time of big upheaval to really hone our capacity to stay steady, to step into the mystery, to let go of trying to control what we think is supposed to be happening so that we can be as effective as possible in where we want to put our energy. We need to take action. Being a warrior goddess isn't just about, I'm just going to do my own inner cleaning. It's also about recognizing the inner cleaning that we're doing allows us to be more effective in the world, to really feel what's my gift, what's my piece to give, where's my place to take action, and to get super clear about that so that we can be creative, we can be inspired, we can be connected to our intuition. And that's where we can be incredibly effective. What my prayer is, is that we go through this podcast together and through all the, the interviews and the teachings and the explorations is that what we're learning about is how connected we all are and how we can shift from the old modes of being, of pleasing everyone or controlling or isolating or distracting ourselves, that we can move beyond those old strategies, and I'll break those all down in a future podcast, those four strategies, controlling, pleasing, isolating, distracting, and that we can move towards leadership, service, stillness, creativity, because that's what's on the other side of the old strategies that we use to keep ourselves safe. that we can become more effective, compassionate, powerful agents of change. And that what we are changing is our own thinking, is how we're in relationship to our energy, is how we're in relationship to our emotional body, and is our relationship to our physical body. And that allows us then to be powerful change makers in the world and shift the dream of the planet. To learn how to really dream a new paradigm, a new way of being. And we do that through learning how to be in relationship to ourselves and then letting that expand out to how to be in relationship with others. There's so many things that we didn't learn growing up. You know, and I, I think about it that there may be areas in your life where you are in first grade in a particular area and you have a PhD in another area, metaphorically. And there's often shame around that. Well, I should know how to do this or I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Each of us has genius and brilliance 
and each of us also has a scared child, freaked out part of ourself, or many parts of ourself. And we get to learn how to embrace all of ourselves, to embrace the fears, the doubts, and the brilliance. And when we embrace all of ourselves, when we say, I will stand with you, hi, sweetheart, I'm here. That self-alliance is what will allow us to stay steady through the coming changes, through the challenges and through the beauty and will allow us to continue to cheer ourselves on and cheer others on so that we can do what needs to be done in our own healing and in holding space for the healing around us. There will be many explorations. We'll be launching the podcast or sending the, the podcast out every Tuesday is my goal right now. We'll see if that's actually what happens, but that's the goal is that there'll be weekly podcasts. Again, some interviews, some different topics. Please feel free to share what you'd like to hear about, what you're curious about, what your questions are, and let's travel together on this path of stepping into our most potent, powerful, joyful, expansive, expressive, still-centered warrior goddess selves. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with a fellow warrior goddess. If you felt fully empowered and inspired by what you heard today, we want to know about it. You can share your feedback by leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We thank you for your support. It's the fastest way to fuel the revolution. To learn more about the Warrior Goddess Revolution and other Warrior Goddess offerings, visit us at www.warriorgoddess.com.